all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. What's going on, everybody? This is Bishop Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church. Come on in. I'm the People's Bishop. We are going to pray tonight. Um, Normally, we don't pray on Tuesday nights. We're doing some additional prayer to end the year strong. And so that's why we are live tonight. And uh, I tell you what, I am excited uh, about prayer. I'm excited about prayer. You should be too. Come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. Uh, Everybody everywhere from across America and around the world. Come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video. Listen, um, tonight as we move in prayer tonight, I'm super excited because I'm always excited about prayer. Prayer has power, and I need you to know that. Prayer has power. Prayer has the ability to get things done. Prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. Prayer is something that we get to do. It is not something that we uh, have to do. We get to pray. Can I get you to make that declaration? I get to pray. Come on, everybody. Say it. I get to pray. When you view prayer that way, It will dramatically change and alter how you approach life. It will alter how you approach God because I realize I get to do this. He's allowing me the privilege to be able to pray. And that's just what it is. It's a privilege and not a right. So come on in. Uh, It's seven o'clock, which means we're going to add our Instagram fam. We are live now on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network on uh, Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church Facebook, Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church YouTube, as well as Periscope and uh, and now Instagram pay, uh, pages. End your year strong. Come on, everybody. We're going to pray. Uh, for those of you who are with us for the very first time, do me this favor, would you? Uh, just wave your hand or say it's my first time. Just let us know that it's your first time with us tonight. Uh, we just want to shoot some love your way, let you know that we're glad that you're with us for the first time. We are going all the way up tonight. What does that mean? Uh, in the realm of the spirit. When you pray, you are literally, a lot of people talk about spiritual warfare, but the, the first and most um, pivotal component to that is through prayer. Prayer That's how you adjudicate in the spirit. Adjudication means it's the trying of a case. That's what the Bible says in Isaiah. State your case before me. Make your case known. So that's what we're doing. All right. So come on in. I see you in McDonough, Georgia. Aurora, where you at? Where you at? Denver. Come on in, everybody. Shalom, shalom, shalom. I see y'all on every platform. I can see many comments, not from every platform, but I can see enough from um, from majority of our platforms. Come on in. We're a special prayer tonight. All right. Um, listen, um, let me also say this. If you don't have the Harvest Search mobile app, I want to invite you to get that. How do you do that? You text the word harvest um, to 55498. Can I get a few of you to type that on each platform? I see several hands where it's your first time over here on, on the Bishop Foreman IG. I see some over here on the Harvest IG and some on some of our other platforms. So welcome. So glad 
that you're with us tonight. Get that app. Why do you want that app? There's messages on there. Literally, every message that we do is available for you from Harvest. It's available really quick. It's on our podcast, our YouTube channel, uh, so many different methods for you to get the word, all right? We want to do everything in our power to get the word to you because the word uh, makes the difference, all right? You are ending this year strong. Make that declaration. Two things I'm going to have you to do tonight a lot. I'm going to have you say a lot. Life and death are in the power of your tongue. You've got to learn how to speak it. Everything Jesus did, he spoke it. Everything we see in the garden, it was spoken. And he said, and it was, and he said, and it was, and he said, and it was. Many times you're expecting to see things that you have not spoken or have not said. And so your expectation is built on a false premise. All right. So that's what I need you to do in Genesis. And the Lord said, and there was Jesus when Lazarus was in the grave. Here's what natural sense does. Natural sense says, go try to move the rock and pull him out the grave. But because we have got the power of the spirit, we can speak. Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth. That's why the Bible says in Revelation, he that has an ear, let him hear. Everything has an ear, which means you got to speak to it. All right. So I need you to hear yourself saying some things. And secondly, you're going to hear me have you to type a lot on the screen. That's because the Bible says that um, wherever two or three touch agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. So when we type it out, that's our form of agreement. All right. So shalom to you. You're going to hear that word shalom a lot. It's a Hebrew word. I'm so pleased to hear how many pastors and churches and things that are now using that word. Harvest, we've been using it for many years. Shalom is a Hebrew word. It means nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. And so in the Hebrew culture, when they greet one another, they don't say what's up. Um, they don't say how you doing. They don't say what's going on. In the Hebrew culture, listen to this. In the Hebrew culture, they say shalom to one another. In other words, they prophesy to one another. They are saying every time they see somebody, nothing is missing in your life. Nothing is broken in your life. Nothing is lacking in your life. All is well. I want to challenge you to make that word a part of your vocabulary. Like when you're greeting people, use that word. It's even a great way to invite somebody to church. Like say shalom to them. And when you say them, like, what is that? Are you a Jew? No, 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 no. This is a Hebrew thing. There's a difference between modern day um, uh, people who practice Judaism and Hebrews of the scripture, right? There's a difference. We won't get into that tonight in prayer. There is a difference. This is a Bible thing, all right? So shalom to you. Uh, as we go into prayer tonight, I want to make sure you are engaging on the chat. So everybody, please make sure you're engaging in the chat because what we're going to do tonight um, is um, for a few of you, I'm going to call you out and, uh, and I'm going to prophesy to you as we are praying. So it's going to be great. Okay. Y'all ready? Let's go. Father, in Jesus name, we give you glory, honor tonight. God, thank you for night two, God. Uh, of prayer. Uh, Father, this is the first of our ending the year strong prayers tonight, God. We declare we are ending 2020 strong. We are ending with authority. We are ending with power. We are ending with results. We will not walk out of this year having not accomplished what you ordained for us to accomplish. But God, we decree and we declare by faith now that when we end strong, that means we will end with increased finances. We would end with increased support. We would end this year with increased spirituality, everything that we need that is good, we declare we will end with an increase and we will end strong, not by might nor by power, but by your spirit. 
says the Lord, which means, God, that we will succeed. You literally said we will succeed because of our spirituality. God, and so we declare tonight that we end this year successfully. We end this year successfully. We declare and command these last 16 days of 2020 to give us what you owe us. Everything that God has ordained for us, we say we want it and we want it to manifest now. Father, in Jesus' name, why do we have this boldness? Because the scripture says, ask and you shall receive. I cannot receive what I have not first requested. I cannot receive what I have not first requested. So we, Father, make our request known unto you. We ask for forgiveness for our sins, our iniquity, our transgression. That's the mistakes we've made. That's the generational curses we've practiced. And that's the willful disobedience we've walked in. And because we are forgiven, you cover us with the blood. So we can be bold when we pray tonight. We don't have to be shy. We don't have to be timid. We don't have to say, well, I've messed up, so I can't ask for this. I screwed up, so I can't pray for this. I said this, so I can't pray for this. No. Do the contrary. We are covered under the blood. And that covering that we have means that we can pray. The effective, fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. That means the strategic and the specific and the passionate prayers of the righteous. You've made us righteous, God. That's why we ask for forgiveness first before we start asking for things. Why? Because that is how we restore the righteousness that you've given us. It's not because of how good we've been. It's because of how great you did one thing 2,000 years ago. Father, thank you for paying the price on Calvary. Thank you for allowing them to beat you beyond recognition as a man. Thank you, God, for allowing them to rip out your beard. Thank you for allowing them to put the crown of thorns on your head. Thank you for allowing them, God, to pierce you in your side. Thank you for allowing them to beat you on your back, Father, with 39 stripes, God. Thank you for taking that. Thank you for the hemotidrosis that you suffer in the Garden of Gethsemane. That is where you begin to have drops of blood because you were under so much pressure. And under so much stress, we say thank you in the name of Jesus. So when we pray tonight, God, we're going to be bold. God, when we pray tonight, we're going to be specific. We're going to be strategic. Why? Now is the time for the saints of the most high God to rise up and possess the kingdom. God, that's who you said we could be and what you said we could have. And that's what we do tonight. God, we rebuke discouragement. Off of every area of our lives. We rebuke frustration off of every area of our lives. We rebuke fear off of every area of our lives. We rebuke anxiety off of every area of our lives. And we rebuke panic off of every area of our lives tonight in the name of Jesus. And as we pray, once again, we are bold. The righteous are as bold as a lion. Now, you, we need to give you something to exceed. You are the God that does exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think. To ask is what it means to pray. And so in Jesus' name, Father, we have to give you something to exceed. So tonight, God, we want to give you something to exceed. Come on, y'all, let's pray. We've got to give you something to exceed. How do you exceed it? We pray for it, and then you expand it. We pray for it, and then you stretch it. We pray for it, and then you do it beyond that. Forgive us, God, for being angry when you did the exceeding part. Because to exceed it means you got to stretch it out of what it was. Forgive us, Father, for being angry and thinking you weren't hearing us and thinking you weren't with us and thinking you didn't care about us because you have to exceed it. You are the God that does exceedingly. So thank you, God, for ruining what we asked for to give us more. Mary asked for a child. That's what her name means, to want a child. You stretched her to give her more. And the more that you gave her was the son of the living God. What does that mean? God 
in the flesh, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and the great I am. She wanted a child. That's what she prayed for, but you gave her more. So God, what we pray for tonight, we declare you shall do more. Everybody on every platform type more. We declare that what we pray for, you will do more. We declare that what you pray for, you will do more. We declare that what you pray for, you will do more. We declare that what we pray for, you will do more. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say amen. Listen, we're going to move real fast tonight, so I need y'all to stick with me. Don't forget, prayer comes out on a podcast. So if you miss anything, I just need you to stay with me. If you miss anything, you can always come back and uh, and get the podcast. You can always come back and watch it on demand on the Harvest Channel, um, YouTube, Facebook, all of that. Uh, I was having a conversation with a pastor today, and uh, we were talking real practically about Mary and Joseph. And I want to deal with this because for many of you, everybody listen, for many of us, let me say it this way. When we think of God doing more, um, we don't understand what that process looks like. And I want to walk you through the process, and we're going to cover that in prayer. We're going to cover a lot of territory tonight, and uh, and uh, and then we're going to tee up for church tomorrow night, all right? And so, depending on the flow, we'll either do 30 minutes, or we're going to do a full 60. We'll see, all right? He does more. So Mary asked for a child, all right? The name Mary, literally in, in Hebrew, it means to ask for a child, or to wish for more, or to desire more. God gives her what she prays for, but he gives her more. Now, here's the process of that. When God is giving you more, you ready? He ruins what it is that you originally intended for it to be. What do I mean by that? Mary and Joseph had plans that this is what we're going to do. We're going to get together. We're going to have a child. And this is what it's going to be. And we're going to have a family. And this is what it's going to be. God interrupts their plans. So here's what you need to know. When God exceeds and does exceedingly and abundantly above all you ask your thing, the first thing he does is interrupt your plan. I need you to thank God for the interruption. For many of you, 2020 was an interruption to your plan. Got it? This, and you're thinking God's doing less. No, he's doing more. You thought he was pulling you back. No, he's doing more. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for the interruptions to our plans. Please, y'all pray with me. We thank you for the interruptions to our plans, for the interruptions to what we intended, for the interruptions to what we ordained, to what we planned for it to be. Father, we say thank you for the interruption. Thank you for shattering what we planned on. Father, we prayed for you and we asked you for it because you said to do it and then you shatter it. You you literally ruin it. You ruin it so you can exceed 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 it. Thank you for the interruption. Thank you for the detour. Thank you for the delay. Because every delay, it is to our benefit. It is to our benefit. So we thank you for the interruption. Forgive us for complaining about it. Forgive us for being angry about it. Forgive us for leaving sleep over it, God. You never sleep, nor do you slumber. So our faith, our hope, our trust, our belief is in you. Thank you for the interruption by the people that walked out. Thank you for the interruption by the people that came in. Thank you for the people uh, uh, um, that we thought would be with us that are not and the people that we didn't even anticipate being with us that are. Thank you, God, for interrupting us because that's how you exceed what we asked for. You first interrupt our plans. God, we are grateful for every delay. For everything that took longer than we wanted to, God, you were using it for our benefit. Every delay is to our benefit. God, you delayed Jesus coming to uh, come raise Lazarus from the dead. You, they knew, he knew he was about to die, and he waited three days. Why? So that when he got there, everybody would see a miracle. 
Everybody would see a miracle so that Jesus wept. And after he wept, he said, Lazarus, come forth. God, we thank you for every delay. We thank you for every detour. And Paul in Acts 16, he kept getting detoured and sent to different places because the places he was headed, the places he was going, each of those words means something that would have been detrimental to him. We're thankful for the detours because the detours got protected us from destruction. We are grateful, God, that you detoured us to keep us from an accident. You detoured us to keep us from a bad relationship. You detoured us to keep us from bad people. You detoured us to keep us away from bad business deals. You detoured us to keep us from overspending. You detoured us. Thank you for the detours tonight. In Jesus' name. Come on, everybody say amen right there. All right, so listen, Mary and Joseph, Mary asked for a child. She wished for a child. Mary and Joseph have plans. The, God does exceedingly abundantly. This is Ephesians 3.20. Somebody type that on the screen. Ephesians 3.20. He does exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Got it? So to exceed it, the first thing he's going to do is interrupt your plan. He says, listen, Mary, look, I'm going to get you baby, but it ain't going to happen the way you want it to happen. How is it going to happen? This is going to be a spiritual thing. The Holy Ghost is going to get you pregnant, which means this, which means your spirituality is going to be stretched. Your spirituality is going to be stretched. That means your worship is going to be stretched. Your prayer is going to be stretched. Your, uh, your praise is going to be stretched. That's going to be stretched. For some of you, you keep waking up in the middle of the night and you're like, why can't I go back to sleep? Because God says, I'm trying to stretch you so that I can get this in you. The Holy Ghost is going to do this. And it doesn't make natural sense, but it makes spiritual sense. It doesn't make natural sense, but it makes spiritual sense. It's a spiritual stretching. You ready? I want to pray for our spiritual stretching tonight. Now, because for some of you, you're praying more than you've ever prayed. You're like, God, what's going on? The spiritual stretching. For some of you, you're worshiping in ways you've never worshiped. The spiritual stretching. For some of you, you were like me. Last night, I got up at two, two something in the morning. I could not go back to sleep. I was up from three until like eight or nine. And then, but I got a whole lot done. Let me tell you. And I prayed and I worshiped. I got a whole lot done. And, and then I laid back down and he said, uh-uh, I'm for the, for, from now to the end of this year, son, I am stretching you. I am stretching you and I'm going to stretch your spirituality. I'm going to stretch your spirituality. You ready? Let's go. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for the spiritual stretching. You told Mary... Mary, this is not going to be like every other woman. Every other woman is going to naturally conceive. You, Mary, you're going to conceive because of your spirituality. The Holy Spirit's going to do this for you. And so, God, forgive us for trying to be natural when we needed to be spiritual. Forgive us for trying to be regular when we needed to be irregular in a good way. Forgive us for trying to be natural when we needed to be supernatural. But God, we thank you that what you're doing through us, it is spiritual. It is spiritual, not by might, nor by power, but by your spirit says the Lord. So we thank you for that. We thank you for spiritual stretching in our worship, in our prayer, in our praise, in the name of Jesus. Come on, y'all, let's go up for a moment. Father, we thank you for stretching us. In our spiritual gifts, we thank you for stretching us, God, in our heavenly prayer language. We thank you for stretching us even as we're receiving the word. That's why some of you, you've not been watching a message once. You've been watching it two and three and four times. Wave your hand if I'm talking to you. Why? Because there's a spiritual stretch that's happening. Because what you're going to do, it's going to require another level of spirituality from you. You're not going to get it done with the spirituality you had in last January, last February, last March. He says, Mary... 
This thing is going to happen because of the Holy Ghost. You literally are going to go up in the spirit and you're going to come back with the King of Kings. You're going to go up in the spirit and you're going to come back with something bigger than you ever imagined. He does exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen. Guys, if you're just coming in on every platform, can I get a few more of you to share over here on this Harvest Channel? Let's get these numbers up. Um, but on every different platform, if you're just coming in, I need you to like this video, and I need you to tell me where you're watching from. I need you to share, 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 share. When you share, people get saved. I got a feeling we're going to see many people come to Jesus for the first time tonight, so I need you to share, okay? I want to read you um, this scripture um, because, again, Ephesians 3.20 does exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. So um, to do that, what do we look at Mary? First thing he does is interrupts their plans, Mary and Joseph's plans. Second things he tells her is Mary, baby girl, this here, this here is going to be spiritual. This is going to be spiritual, which means this is going to require you. Everybody listen, especially for those of us that are type A personalities. I put a thing on social media today on the Bishop Foreman social media to say, well, you type A or type B. For those of us that are type A, we like to immediately get to planning and get to work. And, and watch me. What he said to Mary is you're going to need to immediately get spiritual. You're going to get spiritual because as you get spiritual, that's where your plan is going to come from. I need you to reverse your course. Because for many of you, the first thing you want to do is go research it. You want to go YouTube it. You want to go Google it. Who am I talking to? You want to go Google it. You want to go YouTube it. You want to go research it. You want to call somebody. You want to get your vision board. You want to get your notepad. You want to get your iPad. You want to get your, uh, uh, your jitterbug, you, whatever you got. You immediately want to do that. And God says, you're going to have to reverse that thing today. You are going to have to reverse it. Instead, when you get spiritual, that's where you're going to get your strategy. When you get spiritual, that's where your strategy is going to come from. God, we thank you that we will get our strategy from being spiritual. We will get our strategy from being spiritual. We will get our strategy from being spiritual. Our prayer is going to give us strategy. Our worship is going to give us strategy. As we're worshiping, that's when you're going to download the blueprint. As we're praying, that's when you're going to download the blueprint. Forgive us, God, for immediately going to planning before we pray. Forgive us for immediately going into implementation before we got into the supernatural and we give you glory for it in Jesus name. I want to read this to you. Um, let me read it to you, but I want to read you um, this particular version of it. This is Zechariah four and six. Listen to this in the John's words translation, GWT. He says, then he replied, this is the word of the Lord spoke to Zerubbabel. You won't succeed by might or power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of armies. I'm going to back that thing up and say it again. You won't succeed because of your might or because of your power. Translation, you're not going to succeed because of your degree. You're not, And that's good that you have it, but that's not why you're going to succeed. You're not going to succeed because you're a master, because you're a PhD, because you're a bachelor's, because you're a GED, because you're still trying to get it done. You're, that's all amazing, but that's not why you're going to succeed. You're not going to succeed because of who you know and you got the hookup. This ain't no masterpiece film. Uh, you are not going to succeed. Because just because you got to hook up with somebody, you are going to succeed by his spirit. Please, everybody say by his spirit, by his spirit. He says, that's how you're going to win. You're going to win because when they strategize and you in there praying and prayer doesn't replace you taking action. Prayer tells you the actions to take. God, we're thankful that as we pray tonight, we're not just saying a bunch, but you respond. Hey, you respond, you respond, you respond. As we pray tonight, God, you will give us strategy. As we pray tonight, you will give us steps to take. You'll give us actions to take. You'll give us moves to make. 
And as we get that, God, I pray that we would have the tenacity to go be a scribe and write it down, that we'd have the tenacity to go write what we heard and then do it, write what we heard and do it, write what we heard, then do it, write what we heard, then do it. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody say amen. He says, you're going to succeed because you're spiritual. So that's why with Mary, he says, I can't have you and Joe laying down for this. This can't be a natural conception because when you're walking through this, a lot of the natural stuff is not going to make sense. It's not going to make sense. I want to start walking through this. We're going to walk through this. Okay. If you just come in and like the video, tell me where you're watching from. Share. So then uh, uh, Joseph decides after Mary comes to him and says, hey, the Holy Spirit got me pregnant. Okay. Joseph, listen, I hasn't seen, ear hasn't heard, neither has it entered the heart of man. Many times when God wants to do something amazing in your life, the way it comes to you, I hasn't seen, ear hasn't heard, neither has it entered the heart of man. It comes in the form, you ready, of a crisis. It comes in the form of opposition. It comes in the form of something crazy. That's stupid. That is crazy. And I don't mean stupid in a good way. I mean stupid in a stupid way. It's stupid to say the Lord going to get you pregnant. And imagine Joseph as a man. You know, he's feeling himself. You know what I'm saying? He's engaged, getting ready to get married. You know what I'm saying? He's around his friends. Joseph's name means to increase. So, you know, he's a, a man that's accomplished. He's a man that's done some things. And here come Mary in here talking about, uh, you know, the Lord got me pregnant. Girl, bye. What you mean the Lord got you pregnant? The Lord got you pregnant. Many times when we when we say things like the he does exceedingly abundant above all we ask you think, I hasn't seen, ear hasn't heard, neither has it entered the heart of man. You always think that that news is going to start good. It doesn't. That news starts with something that's like, okay, I'm going to knock every last one of y'all out. Who am I talking to on prayer tonight? For many of you this year, you've had some news brought to you that you like. I ain't going to be able to do it. I, look, this mess, who am I talking to? Who am I talking to? Right? This is where you're at. Okay? So that's what he says. So Joseph is like, hey, look, Mary, um, he, he ponders and he says, you know what? I'm going to divorce her. Now, listen, y'all, he wasn't married to her yet, but Joseph says, I'm going to divorce her, which means his intentions against her was to go through the motions with her and then drop her. Oh my God. Y'all ready? We're about to cover this. I'm going to pray that any bad intentions never make it off the ground. Y'all ready to cover this? I'm going to pray that any bad intentions never make it off the ground. Let's go. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray that any negative or bad intentions toward us never ever make it off the ground. You said that no weapon formed against us would prosper. Now, it's going to have to be formed, but it ain't going to work. We pray that any negative intentions about us, about what we're connected to, of our church. Let me, come on, let's make this, I'm going to make this personal, about Harvest, about me, about anybody connected to me. I pray that any negative intentions and negative motives that they never prosper, that they never succeed, that they never do well. In fact, God, turn the heart of every wicked, root-working, warlocking, witching, whatever kind of demonic force and spirit that would try to plot in secret. In Jesus' name, we pray that those plans would never come into fruition, that it would never make it off the ground. We realize the weapons have to be formed, so we won't rebuke what you said has to happen. But what we do say, God, is that it would not work. It would not work. Come on, somebody say it won't work. 
It won't work on every platform. It won't work. 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 If they're plotting about you to let you go on December, th- oh my God, on December 31st, there's a few of you on right now. But there was a plan that on December 31st, that's your last day. I don't, and matter of fact, one of you, you were even told that already. I'm here to tell you the word of the Lord to you is he's about to turn that for you. Who am I talking to? If that's you, do the hand wave emoji. He's turning that for you. And in fact, what was meant for evil is about to work for your good. That is the word of the Lord. Hey, come on, y'all. Let's go up. Let's go up. Let's go up. He says to her, or Joseph, Joseph says, hey, I'm going to divorce her. Um, I haven't married her yet, but I'm just going to go through this because I know I'm a man of my word. So I'm going to go through this and, and then I'm going to divorce her. And the Bible says, as he was pondering these things, as he began to reflect, the Lord visited him in a dream. You ready? He visits him in a dream. Watch this. He visits in a, in a dream through an angel. And the angel says, hey, Jojo, Joseph. Hey, Joseph. I see your hand. Joseph. Hey, you, um, I know you feel dumb. I know you feel stupid. Where are you at now, Bishop? I'm in Luke 1. And right there, I'm in Matthew chapter 1. I know you feel dumb. I know you feel stupid. I know you feel like this is this is not a good thing. Um, but this is the Lord. And I need you to embrace Mary as your wife. In other words, I need you to embrace the interruption. I need you to embrace the fact that it doesn't really make a lot of natural sense right now. But I am the God that does exceedingly, abundantly, Above all, you ask or think. God, we embrace it. Please put the word embrace. And if you know how to do the hug emoji, do that. I don't know if there is one. God, we embrace right now in the name of Jesus, whatever we may not understand, whatever we may feel like is against us or whatever we may feel like we are not to do. God, we embrace now what you are doing. We embrace it. And God, we say your will, not ours. God, that means that if we got to do some things that may may be uncomfortable and take us out of our comfort zone, we embrace that. And if we have to do some things that for a minute make us feel foolish, we embrace that. If we got to put a seed in the ground that, 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 that that is larger than we've ever done and it makes us feel crazy, we embrace that. And if we got to do more for your kingdom, we embrace that. God, we embrace that. Like you told Joseph, embrace Mary. This is the Lord. 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 In Jesus' name, A to the man. All right, come on, y'all. Let's keep moving. If you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share the video. If you're like, where's he at? Stay with me. You'll catch up. Go back and watch the replay. So now, Mary, Joseph wakes up and the Bible says he embraces her. So he's like, look, baby, I ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. Look, we finna do this thing. We finna do this thing. We finna have this child that's going to be Emmanuel, King of Kings, Lord of Lords. God with us is what Emmanuel means. Sometimes you wonder the difference between the I and the E. It's Greek and Hebrew. Just for those of you who wonder why does people, some people use E for Emmanuel. Some people use I. It's Greek and Hebrew. They're different languages. All right. Now, look. So like at Harvest, we use the I because that's um, that's the way we did that. Um, but in that, listen. So now the Bible says we're in Luke chapter two. Just imagine, because actually, let's back up. Let's back up. In Matthew, um, you see, or in Luke, you see rather, that Mary, she goes to her uh, relative Elizabeth's house for three months. For three months. For a season of her life, she has to change her normal. And one of the things we love to do, everybody listen, we love to embrace normal. We love what we know. We love what makes us comfortable. Um, we love, I don't know about you, but there's some restaurants that I go to because I know what to expect. 
it's like there's a million other places that I could try, but like I know what I know what to expect from there. Right. So because I know what to expect and then me, I don't eat a lot of meals throughout the day. I'm like, look, I'm going to go to anybody else like that. Like, you know, I know what to expect. You got it. But that's part of branding, by the way, too, for all of my entrepreneurs. Part of your brand means that people know what to expect from you. And if you always change it all the time, you, your brand, people don't know what to expect from you. Wow, that's a word for some of you all. Because for some of you all, you say, I just don't know why people won't trust me with opportunity because you are too wishy-washy. I pray for your consistency. Who am I talking to? I pray for your consistency. I pray that you that there be a level of expectation that people can have from you, that you're going to deliver, that you're going to make it happen, that you are going to uh, make progress, that you are going to walk with excellence, that you are going to say, do what you say you're going to do, that you're going to be a man or a woman of your word. I pray that the brand about you would be we can expect good from them. Genesis 12, Genesis 12, and he'll make your name great. Can I get you to just type your name on the screen, please? Can I get you to put your name on the screen? He'll make your name great. Make your name great is a Hebrew phrase that means the word about you is going to start traveling. That means the branding of you is going to travel. This is a word for my entrepreneurs, right? And they need to know that when they come to you, they can depend on you to get the job done. They can depend on you to execute. They can depend on you to make it happen. All right? That's the side note. Let's go back. Okay? All right, put your name on the screen. That name is being made great. That name is being made great. When people say that name, they're going to say that's dependable. When people say that name, they're going to say that's consistent. When people say that name, they're going to say I can depend on them. When people say that name, they're going to say, oh, that person gets it done. When people say that name, they're going to say that's debt freedom. When people say that name, they're going to say they're blessed to be a blessing. When people say that name, they're going to have good things to say about that name. Come on, your name's gonna be made good. And here's the deal for some of you your name got some mud on it. Your name got some trash on it. But I pray that in the last 16 days of this month, that God would clean your name. Oh my God, that He would clean your name. That He would literally refix how certain people have seen you. Uh, that he will adjust how certain people have viewed you, that he will adjust how certain people have paid attention to you, that he would wipe the mud off your name. Hey, Shabbat, come on, y'all. That he'd wipe the mud off of your name. And for some of you, that's going to be even more practical because your credit, I prophesy now to those of you that are in the midst of cleaning your credit and changing your credit, that in the last 16 days, that your report will be brought up in front of the individual that wipes it out. That your name would be put in front of individuals that would wipe it out, that will remove it, that will respond to the request. Deuteronomy 15 says, at the end of every seven years, you shall grant a release of debts, and this shall be the form of the release. I pray that it would be released, and I pray that what you got the resources to get handled, that you would get handled. For some of you, it won't be released. He's going to give you the resources so you can pay it off, the resources so you can handle it, the resources so you can shut it down. Please, Say my name, my name, my name. Type those two words, my name, my name, my name, my name. He makes your name great. I mean, when people see you, when people see you, they know don't play with them. They know they, they handle their business. When people see you, they wouldn't try you. Hey, Y'all, come on, I want to go up. That they wouldn't try you. Are we coming against people? That will try us. What does that mean? They try to push us to the edge, push our buttons, push us uh, to the limitations, uh, meaning that they're trying to do something that they ought not do. I'm not talking about stretching us to make us better. I'm not talking about checking us to correct us because that's appropriate for a leader to do for you. When I'm talking about people 
who are coming with mess, people who are coming with junk, people who are coming with drama. In Jesus' name, I pray that that would be shut down. It wouldn't even make its way to you. In Jesus' name. Come on, can I get you to say amen? Hey, Andra Baba, don't even try me, boy. Don't try me. Don't You don't want none. You don't know, man. Been the place that I've been. Come on, look. All right? All right, all right, all right. Uh, where do you get that from in scripture, Bishop? Go read the book of Joshua. In the book of Joshua, you will see that the Bible says, and when they heard the report of Joshua and the Israelites, that there was fear and their hearts began to melt. They were like, don't even try him. Don't mess with him. I pray, I pray that nobody would try to get over us on contracts. Nobody would try to get over us on, on contracts and negotiations. That nobody would try to not do what they agreed to do. I pray right now, even for, in Jesus' name, uh, 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 every deal you're working, every upgrade in your life, in your home, upgrades happening in our Aurora campus, negotiations going on in Atlanta and Denver that are related to Harvest. We pray that those negotiations would go well. Come on, y'all pray with me. We pray. That everything related to that, that they would honor what they said they do and they'd exceed it. We come against anybody trying to take advantage of God's people, advantage of God's church. And in fact, God, we pray you'd reverse it. We are the blessed of the Lord. We are the people of the Lord. So we declare that we would have the advantage. We got favor and favor means privilege. We come against white privilege, white supremacy, uh, any other types of racism, any other types of uh, any behavior that would make people think that they can do you wrong because you're a woman, that they can do you wrong because you're black, they can do you wrong because you're Hispanic, they can do you wrong because you're white, because you're this, because you're that. We come against that. We shut that down and declare that when they see us, they would have to do us right. When they see us, they would be like Joshua, that they couldn't stand before Joshua. They said, I'm not even trying him. I ain't going to mess with him because Joshua don't play. Joshua means business. Joshua means business. Joshua means business. That's what we are. And we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, come on, everybody say amen. Oh, my God, I want to pray. Whoo, I want to pray. God, I want to pray. We rebuke every uh, planned uh, 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 breach of contract against us. God Almighty. We, I guys heard this for somebody. I come against and we rebuke the plan that your ex-spouse had to violate the, 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 the rules or, or the, the terms of your divorce. The terms of your divorce or separation. Who is that? We shut that down now in the spirit. Who am I talking to? Wave your hand on whatever platform you're on. We shut that down in the spirit. We pray that as we're praying tonight, that God would turn their heart. The Bible says that the heart of the king is in his hand. What does that mean? From the hot, from the toppest, uh, from, from the toppest, from the highest place to the lowest place. God, I see you over here. That was me. We pray you turn their heart. Make them favor us. Make them favor us, God. You said, Lord, in your word, you said that when Stephen was preaching in the book of Acts, that they could not resist him. We prayed that, God, they wouldn't resist what we say. If we make this deal, they won't be able to resist us. Uh, they won't be able to resist us. In fact, they will find themselves favoring us greater. In Jesus' name we pray. Y'all better say amen right there. God, I'm already 30 minutes over. Can we go to an hour? We're going to go to an hour. I said we either do 30 minutes or hours. In your, your strong prayer. We're doing this Tuesday night. We already pray every Monday night. We're doing Tuesdays. Then we're going to do Friday. Then we're going to do Saturday. Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. What are we doing? We are covering this last 16 days of this year. I need you to end strong because your next 12 will be your best 12. 
Your next 12 will be your best 12. Type that, please. My next 12 will be my best 12. Listen, why you got to type it so much? I'm trying to listen. No, I need you to respond. This is the time to interact. If you need to listen, go back and watch the replay. Right now, I need you to engage with me. I need you to engage with me. I need you to engage with me, all right, on every platform. On every platform, on every platform. I just heard this. There is a woman you're watching right now, um, and there is some child support that is has not made its way to you. And whoever you are, I won't say anymore because this is an open platform. Wherever you are, wherever you are, wherever you are, you need to listen to me. I need you to respond tonight. Just say, it's me. Because God is about to make that release for you. You being on prayer tonight, he's about to make that be released for you. Whoever that is, do the hand of emoji say, it's me. He's about to make that be released for you. You will not worry. You will not stress. I rebuke your worry. I rebuke your stress. I rebuke your worry. I see your hand. I know I got the Holy Ghost, not the guess. He is going to make that work for you. He's going to make that work for you. He's going to make that work for you. He's going to make that work for you. God says, do not fear. Do not fear. And further, he says, and do not keep bothering them. I'm about to make them do it. I'm going to make them do it. Okay, come on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So here we are. Joseph and Mary. Mary goes for three months. For three months, Mary goes to her relative Elizabeth's house. Elizabeth's house means abundance. She has got to change her normal. If you're coming in, if you're just coming in, y'all, like the video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share it. Till. <laughs> That's where my Memphis come out. Like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and, uh, and, and, and share the video. Um, she goes to Elizabeth's house for three months. So for a season of her life, she has to change her normal. I want you not to be afraid to change your normal, your normal routine, the way your house is. For some of you, after prayer, you literally need to go change your house. For some of you, after prayer, you literally need to go change your living room around, change your bedroom around, change your phone thing, uh, uh, screen uh, screensaver. Change. You need to change something tonight. Please type this on the screen. Change starts tonight. Change starts tonight. For three months, Mary has to get used to not to, to not being in her normal. Because Mary, when you give birth to Jesus, you're not going to have the comfort of your normal. Everything you deal with now is preparation for what you're going to produce later. Mary, you have to, you have to, you have to get out of your normal and go to Elizabeth's house. And Elizabeth's house, Elizabeth's name means abundance, abundance. I need you to get around somebody that's abundance. I want to pray that you would be around people who add to you. Listen, you've had enough leeches. You've had enough people who only take from you. You've had enough people in your life who only call you when they need something from you. You've had enough people in your life that the truth be told is that the only real usefulness of the relationship is they, they, they use you in the relationship. No, no more leeches. You need you to be around you some Elizabeths in the spirit. People that are abundance. What does that mean? If I've got abundance, that means I got enough to be a blessing to you. And I'm not just talking about cash, cars, and clothes. This is bigger than that. You need people that not only can you pray for them, but they can pray for you. Not only can you encourage them, but they can encourage you. Not only can you get in their face and check them. I was talking to a pastor friend of mine, and uh, today I said, listen, uh, I said, listen, let me tell you something. I said, uh, you better not talk about you ain't doing this, this, and this. And he said, I need that. And I said, let me tell you, if I ever start shrinking back on what I need to do and what I need to make happen, I said, you better check me. I said, you better call me and talk to me in tongues that don't need no interpretation. Now, I know that's too real for some of y'all, but I'm just going to be real. 
I said, don't call me. Uh, I said, we're going to pray. But first, you, if you need to check me because I'm pulling back because I'm letting fear come in because I'm letting anxiety come in because I'm letting stress come in. You, you better check me. You better talk to me crazy. I bet you I'll learn. You need some uh, people of abundance in your life. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that even over these next 16 days, that the Elizabeths in our life that are present, we would see clearly. Sometimes we are, we are in pursuit of something that is already in reach. We are in pursuit of something that's already in reach. Father, forgive us for not seeing what's right around us. Forgive us for not seeing what's right around us. When you heal the man that could not see, the first thing you said is, I see men, but they look like trees. What does that mean? I'm not seeing clearly. I'm not seeing right. So, Father, we pray that whatever has got us sick, whatever has got us seeing our Elizabeths as something else, our Elizabeths as Judases, our Elizabeths as whatever. Father, we pray that we would see correctly. We pray that you'd open our eyes. We'd see around us correctly. We'd see who's for us correctly. We see who's against us correctly. God, we call our discernment to a higher level. Discernment literally means to discriminate. That means that we don't give everybody the benefit of the doubt. That's the purpose of discernment. The purpose of discernment is to realize what spirit somebody's operating with and to determine how we deal with them. Teach us how to deal with people. Come on, y'all, let's pray. Show us how to deal with people, God, so that we do not waste energy. I rebuke wasted days. I rebuke wasted months. I rebuke wasted weeks. I rebuke wasted years. I rebuke, Father, us wasting time trying to fight people and trying to fix people. Trying to fight people and trying to fix people to be what we want them to be and what we think they should be. No, God, we got one shot. We got one shot while we're here and we are going to make it matter. Your word says, God, that you desire to sow yourself strong through somebody in the earth. You desire to sow yourself strong through somebody in the earth. So, God, we say do it through us. 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 In Jesus' name we pray. Wow. Come on, y'all. Say amen. Mm. Whoa, 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 whoa. All right? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. If you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from. Share. Can I get a few more of us over on this Harvest Church Instagram to share? Um, when you share, people get saved. In a moment, I'm going to drop the net. And we're going to give people an opportunity to come to the Lord. Um, what are we doing tonight? We're doing In Your Year Strong Prayer. We're adding extra prayer days. Y'all know we always have Monday night prayer, but we're adding extra prayer days. Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, and we'll do it again next week. Tuesday, not on Friday because that's Christmas, and then Saturday, and then the following week, Tuesday, uh, and then not on Friday because that's New Year's Day. All right? That's what we got going. So Mary goes around Elizabeth for three months just to change her normal. That's to change her normal. That's why I said to you, y'all, please listen to what I'm telling you. You literally need to change something in your house tonight. You literally need to change something in your house tonight. I see somebody saying it's your first time. Glad you're here. If it's your first time, hey, what you can do, I already greeted those at the beginning, but I know people come in at different times. Here's what I'd like you to do. Text the word harvest to 59, or excuse me, uh-oh, text the word harvest, see what I'm used to. Text the word HARVEST to 55498. You can get our mobile app, stay connected to everything HARVEST, all of that. Text the word HARVEST to 55498. We welcome all of you. It's your first time on prayer. I encourage you to go check us out. Watch the videos. Everything I'm going to give you tonight is going to be through scripture. You're going to hear me have you say a lot. You're going to hear me have you type a lot. Those are biblical principles. Life and death in the power of your tongue, and you need the power of agreement. All right? So welcome, everybody, who it's your first time. And I certainly hope it's not your last. We'd love for you to, uh, to keep moving with us. Mary goes there for three months. 
When Mary walks in the room, Elizabeth's already pregnant with the reincarnation of Elijah. His name is, he would later be called John the Baptist. A better word than Baptist, because some people say, yep, Bishop, that's why I'm a Baptist. That literally has nothing to do with that. It literally means he was a baptizer. Baptizer is this Hebrew word, mikvah, which literally meant that God used him to introduce a whole new era of the kingdom. Got it? Um, with that being said, John is in the belly, is, or in the, you know, he's he, he, he going to say belly for the sake of our discussion. He's in the belly of Elizabeth. Mary walks in and she's now pregnant with Jesus. Got it? They're at different stages. They're at different stages. Let me tell you what you need. You need people who may not be in the same stage as you, but they can still celebrate you. They can still celebrate you. I pray that you have people who celebrate you, that people that celebrate you. People who celebrate you. People who celebrate you. People who celebrate We may not be at the same stage, but I can celebrate you. I don't have to hate on what you're doing because we're not at the same stage. My God. How many of you this year, you've had people act crazy with you because y'all were now on the same stage? Got it? You maybe were further than they were, and so they started acting a fool with you. Talk to me. Talk, 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 talk. Uh-oh, where are my comments? Talk, talk, talk. All right? People who mess with you because y'all were not at the same stage. Got it? I, there are different things. Elizabeth is further along than Mary, but she still celebrates Mary. Because when she comes in the room, John starts kicking. John starts kicking. John starts kicking. He starts kicking, and Elizabeth says, Wait a minute. She says to Mary, Blessed are you among women. She says, You are the favorite of the Lord. Check this out. You're not as far along as me, but I can see you're going to do something amazing. I want to challenge all of us to learn to be encouragers. I want to cover this in prayer. I want to cover this in prayer. To learn to be encouragers of other people. Do not expect to reap a harvest of encouragement you've never sown. I'm going to say that again. Do not expect to reap a harvest of encouragement that you have never sown. Many times you say, well, nobody encourage me. You don't encourage nobody. Won't nobody help me build. What man of God have you helped build? Right? The Bible says, who would give you your own if you're not faithful to another man's? I want to pray that we be encouragers. Father, in Jesus' name, make us encouragers. Make us encouragers. Make us those that build up other people. Cause us to be those that celebrate and lift up other people to where we can see somebody else that maybe is not where we're at or accomplished what we've accomplished and still speak life into them. Where we can see people who are going to give birth to something that's bigger and more significant than even what we're doing and celebrate that. I rebuke us being haters. Haters get benched. We will not be haters. We are and will forever be celebrators. Somebody say, I'm a celebrator. We are celebrators. 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 And we say thank you in Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. Wow. Okay, we just got a few more minutes left. I get Y'all want to go and do this hour? Y'all want to go and pray with me for this hour? I feel like Jesus, can you pray with me for one hour? Come on. All right. So she gets around Elizabeth and she stays there. She changes her normal. Everybody listen to what happens next. Because this is when it gets real scandalous. Where you at, Bishop? I'm in Luke chapter 2. <laughs> Luke, Dr. Luke, chapter 2. What happens? The Bible says that there's a census. There's a census in the land, and everybody, all the heads of household, have to go up to Bethlehem. Have to go up to Bethlehem. Now, um, when they go up to Bethlehem, that's what the Bible says. And the time came for the child to be born. Shut your doggone mouth. Shut your doggone mouth. You mean to tell me 
that the time Jesus is ready is when I'm not. Mary wasn't ready to have a child. Got it? In fact, it was the head of households that went up for the census. So the question has to be asked, why was Mary even there in the first place? That's a whole nother word for a whole nother day. All right? Jesus was ready when she was not. Everybody listen. A lot of times in Christianity, we talk a lot about God's timing. And, and don't get me wrong. There's a time and a season for everything under heaven. But can I be honest with you? If you are waiting on the right time, you, you will never do anything significant. And you are a curse breaker. You're the interruption to the dysfunction in your bloodline. That's who you are. If you are waiting on the right time, I'm here to tell you it's not coming. So let me just go and help you with that. It's not coming. Every time God did something great, he did it when the people weren't ready for it. They weren't ready. Let me give you two examples. Children of Israel. Okay, y'all, come on. Come on out. You're free. Go. And as they're leaving, as they're walking out, what happened? Pharaoh's like, mm -mm, mm -mm, let me go get them. Mm -mm, let's go get them. They're not ready. So on one side, there's the Red Sea. Behind them is Pharaoh's army. And standing in between them and Pharaoh is a pillar of fire. Mm. God says, listen, listen, I'm not going to, listen, you're going to see it, but it ain't going to touch you. You're going to see it and it, listen, but it ain't going to touch you. And for some of you, what you're seeing is stressing you out. I come against your stress. If you stress right now over something, say, I will not be stressed. You can see it, but it ain't going to touch you. You're going to see it, but it ain't going to burn you. You're going to see it, but it ain't going to, I see it, but I ain't going to mess with you. Why? Do I walk by faith and not by sight? Do I walk by faith or do I walk by sight? Because if I walk by sight, what I see is going to scare the heaven, hell and earth out of me. But if I walk by faith, I'll see it and say, but God got me. God, you've got us covered. God, you've got us covered. God, you've got us covered. We will not be stressed. Please type that. We will not be stressed in Jesus' name. We will not be stressed in Jesus' name. We will not be stressed. We will not be sitting up here stressed out, eating too much, not eating enough, losing hair, getting gray hairs on places he ain't supposed to have gray hairs. We will not in Jesus' name. God, that's good. They weren't ready. So what happens? In fact, do you know why it's called the Passover? Because when God says, when God finally told Pharaoh, y'all leave, they had no time for the bread to proof. So they had unleavened bread. Hence the feast right after the Passover, which is called the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Did you hear what I just said? When God says, I'm finally about to give you what you prayed for, it happened so fast, they didn't have time to pack. I want to throw my chair it happened so fast, they didn't have time. Listen, they didn't have time to let the bread proof. So the feast right after the Passover is called a Feast of Unleavened Bread to commemorate the fact that when God was ready, they weren't. I need some of y'all to listen to me. I'm just waiting on God's perfect time. It ain't coming, boo. The right time going to be when nothing is right. The right time will be when nothing is right. You would figure God would allow for them to at least let the bread proof so they can have a good, uh, well, they, Hebrew, they wouldn't have no ham sandwich, but, you know, they could have a good, uh, uh, can have no shrimp either, God, God. Um, you know, so they could have a nice, you know, some potato pancakes and some, and some challah bread. Are you listening to me? You think God would at least let them get that together, and he didn't. He said the right time is when nothing is right. Some of you are like, I'm going to start serving as soon. It ain't going to be no right time. Send that email to the church tonight and get yourself to serving tonight. Take, get, do it tonight. I can't wait. I'm going to sow that seed as soon as I got it. You got it now. You just wait no more. Sow it now. Do it now. Do not wait. I'm going I'm to give God my life. as soon. Man, do it now. 
do it now. Can I just get you to put now on the screen? Now. 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 Are you hearing me? I, a lamb sandwich. There you go. Because, you know, you got to have good bread, you know, trying to figure out what they're going to do with the bread. You think God would at least let the bread proof so they could eat good. He said no. He said no. He says, you, I'm not doing this for you. You're going to do it now. So the right time for them to release, listen, was when nothing was right. Literally, they left overnight in the, y'all ready for this? In, oh my God. Come on, you ready? Can we go here? In the midst of a pandemic that was killing the firstborn sons of all of the Egyptians. In the midst of a pandemic, the death angel had spread out over the earth and, and uh, over Egypt. And as the death angel went, what did they say? Wherever we see the blood, we're going to pass over. The death angel went to the Egyptians and literally all of a sudden they just started dropping, 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 dropping. The right time for them to do it was in the middle of a pandemic. Y'all ain't going to talk to me tonight on prayer. Talk, y'all talk to me. Okay, that was the right time. Now let's go to Mary and Joseph. They're not at home in Nazareth. They're in Bethlehem, which interestingly enough to connect to the prior story, house of bread. Come on here, house of bread. They're in Bethlehem and she's got a bun in the oven. Let's go. God has got a sense of humor. She's got a bun in the oven. They're in Bethlehem. And the Bible says, and now the time came for the child to be born. Everybody's there for the census. So all the hotels are taken. You got it? All the hotels are taken. There's no space for them in an inn. There's no space for them in an inn or hotel, motel, holiday inn. If your friend is acting up, stop right there. There was no space for them. There was no place for them to go because they are there for the census like everybody else. The whole region is there. And guess what? God says, I'm ready. Come on. I'm ready. You're not. Let's go. I'm ready. God, like, listen, God. Mary didn't ask for this specific thing, but you gave her exceedingly abundantly. You gave her more. Joseph didn't even want to do this no more. You would think, please listen to what I'm about to say, because we're going to cover it in prayer. You would think that God would make it easy for them since it was something he volunteered them for. He didn't. Listen to me. He's not going to make it easier all the time. Sometimes he's going to say, this is what it's going to be, but you got this. Father, in Jesus' name, forgive us for trying to overcalculate precise timing. Scripture teaches us that the right time often is when things aren't right. When things aren't lined up the way we want them to be. When things aren't set the way we want them to be set. When we don't have this handled and this handled and this taken care of and this taken care of. Often that's when you're like, let's go. Let's do it. Let's Let's make it happen. Let's take the action. Let's do it now. Forgive us, God, for putting you into the box of this false construct of perfect timing. It doesn't exist. Forgive us for that. The right time for you, God, is often when nothing is right. In Jesus' name. Come on, everybody say, here it is, Selah, S-E-L-A-H, on every platform. Selah. What does Selah mean? God, you said it. I believe it. That settles it. I'm settled in it. I'm settled in it. All right. So what happens? Bible says they're in Bethlehem. They're, there's no end. And check this out. I'm going to go here, y'all. And listen, I got to move fast. I know I was gonna, I've already prophesied a little bit. We're going to do it again on Friday. So I'll be able to prophesy and call you up. Be with me on Friday. Be with me at church tomorrow night. I'm just fired up. We're going to end this year strong. I'm going to preach more of these next couple of weeks than I haven't probably preached in a while. 
in prayer in a while. Uh, and that's good. I got to give you full so that you can start on fire in your 2021. I need you full so you can start on fire in your 2021. So listen to this, guys. So then the, where does Mary end up having the, ba the, the baby? And essentially what's somebody's farm. I want you to listen to me. What she's about to birth, she doesn't even birth it in something she owns. Listen to me right now. What she's about to do, she doesn't even own it. Mary has to, listen, they didn't just uh, 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 wander onto somebody's farmland and just say, hey, we're going to go in here and hopefully they don't see us. Here's what that means. Somebody had to, let, listen to me, somebody had to let them borrow it to use it. And for some of you all, you're like, well, God, it couldn't be right because I don't even have it. He's going, when he knows you're going to do it, he'll raise somebody else, raise somebody else up to provide it. Please make this declaration. Say provision is already here. Type it on the screen. Provision is already here. God, our provision is already here. We pray for it to manifest and show itself. Our provision is already here. We pray for it to manifest and show itself. Our provision is already here. We pray for it to manifest and so itself. God, we call in benefactors, multimillionaires, billionaires, philanthropists, foundations, individuals that will write the check, that will send the funds, that will send it via credit card. I call them into my life. I call them into harvest. I call them into the life of everybody watching prayer. What does that mean, God? Somebody had to let them use their farmland, which means she was about to produce the best thing of her life. And she didn't do it at home. And she, and she did not do it with something that she owned. She didn't do it at home. And she didn't do it with something that she owned. That's why God sent her to Elizabeth. So you'd get used to the fact that, Mary, the favor is on you. Wherever you go, there's the favor. Jesus. She wasn't at home. It wasn't on something she owned. Check this out. Who's out there? The animals. The animals. These animals are out there. These animals are out there. These animals are out there. They're in the cold. They're outside. Now listen, Joseph doesn't know anything about how to, how to, how to give birth to a baby. He couldn't get on his phone and Google it and say, you know, childbirth, you know, all natural. He couldn't YouTube a video, childbirth, all natural. He couldn't do that. So Joseph and Mary are now there. And the reality is, check this out. The reason Joseph, Mary was there, even though only the heads of household went up for the census, was because God knew what he was going to do. He said, so I'm going to make sure, Mary, you're with increase when I have you to do this. God, what? because what does Joseph's name mean? Increase. So they are there. They are there. They are there. They are there. Guys, I got to gotta, gotta bring this to a close. My God, are you being blessed tonight in prayer? Recovering all of this in prayer. Like this video, tell me where you're watching from, share this video if you ain't seen this thing or if you haven't done that yet. So they're there. Joseph doesn't know how to have or how to, how to give, uh, help Mary through labor. Mary has never gone through labor. Mary has not been in the position she's in. There's no, listen, there's no woman there to tell her, baby, do this. Shh, calm down. Got it? For many of you, what you, oh my God. Okay, standing up. What you want there to be there to comfort you, he removed. What you wanted to be there, to be there to, to soothe you through it, he removed. He said, Mary, you're going to do this and you're going to do this thing. But what you would normally have to help you, you will not have. It's going to be you and increase. 
doing this thing together. Some of y'all miss what I just said. But you want to be there to help you. You will not have that there. Period. God, I just need some help. Nope, 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 nope. You're going to trust me. God, I just need somebody to be there. Nope, 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 nope. Nope, 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 nope. Not happening, not happening, not happening, not happening, not happening. You're going to learn how to walk by faith and not by sight. Walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus. Walk by faith and not by sight. Come on. Walk by faith and not by sight. Walk by faith and not by sight. That's what you're going to do, Mary. So have this baby. And you're going to have it when you don't want it to come. And you're going to have it when there's nobody there but you and Joseph. You're going to have it when it's cold and dark outside. You're going to have it when nothing is lining up. And that's when I'm ready. That's when I'm ready. Please type on the screen. God's ready. 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 It's serious now. Somebody said, I'm standing up. Show him. I ain't sitting back down. I ain't sitting back down. I'm up. Because if you're like me, especially if you did that thing, go look at that thing on my Instagram and my Facebook. The best form of Instagram and Facebook where I talk about the different personality types. Because if you're like me, you like everything lined up. You're a planner. You're strategic. I I hate stuff that's not planned out well. I hate stuff that's not, I loathe it. Let me use the word loathe, which means hate, but you know, it's a little, little bit more palatable. But God says, that's when I'm ready. I'm ready when your little plan is not what we're doing. I wanted you to make the plan. I, I wanted you to do it. I'm just not sticking to that. I needed you to give me something to exceed. I needed you to give me something to exceed. I wanted you to write the resume, but then I'm going to exceed it. I wanted you to apply, but then I'm going to exceed it. I, I wanted you to do that. I told you to do that, but I want you to, I want to exceed it. God, dog, my, it's 802. I got to finish. So here they are. They're having this baby. They're having this baby. It's just them. They, neither one of them has ever done this before. Mary is giving birth. Let's just think about it. It's bloody. It's stinky. She got her smells from all of this birthing. And then they're in... Just, I'm using the term farm on purpose. There's a bunch of stinking animals. It stinks. Everybody listen to me. God is often ready to start when it stinks. God is ready to start when it stinks. It's stinky. It's stinky. She bleeding. She's stinking. Joe is like Joe hollering. Mary hollering. It's just a scene from a movie. This is a scene from a movie. It's a scene from a movie. And God says, let's do it. I'm ready. Let's go. Come on, isn't this amazing? Isn't this amazing? Like, it stinks. And for some of you, you got a situation in your lives that stink. Father, in Jesus' name, forgive us for waiting for it to smell good before we start it. Forgive us for waiting for it to smell good before we start it. Because you like to start when it stinks. You like to start when it's bloody. You like to start when it's messy. You like to start when the plan has been ruined. That's when you like to start. And we yield to that. Come on, y'all. We yield to that. We yield to that. We yield to your will. You're not doing that to torture us. You're not doing that to beat us up and beat us down. You are doing that, God, so that we trust you. We trust you. We tr Somebody said, play the praise bake music. We trust you. I need to have it queued up. I get that little app. We trust you, God. Come on, everybody type that on every platform. I'm almost done. We trust you, God. We trust you. And I know that's so simple, but can I be honest? Most Christians trust outcomes. We don't trust God. I'm saying. 
most of us, we trust an outcome. I need this to happen. We don't trust the God of the outcome. God, we thank you, Lord, that we trust you. We trust you. We trust you, God. We trust you. You've never failed us. You've never left us. You've never forsaken us. You've never let us Oh, Father, you said that you are the God of grace and mercy. And Father, for that, we trust you. We don't just trust an outcome. We trust you. It's you we believe in, not what you can do for us. It's you we trust in, God, not just because we want a handout from you. In Jesus' name. Wow. Um, It's 8.04. I got to stop. Has this been good for anybody? Has this been good for anybody? Um, so look, what happens then, Jesus comes forth. There's a celebration. Angels are celebrating. Everybody's celebrating. It's still stinking. He comes out. They lay him. We say manger. A manger is a really dressed up word. A man, it was literally a trough that was used to feed animals. And the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, he is placed. Y'all can't really see it. Some of y'all can see it. Y'all can't see it. He is placed in a trough. A trough. He's placed in a trough. He's placed in a trough. In other words, I just produced it. And what I got to put it in doesn't match it. Mm. I worked so hard on it to have to put it in something like this. Ooh, but this ain't the end. For some of you like, God, I worked so hard to get to this and to do this and it's this because like this is not the end. I got to stop, but I need you to make this confession and say, this is not the end. Father, this is not the end. 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 You're just getting started in Jesus' name. Tonight, if you need to become a Christian, guys, do not get off. Do not be like them people in church. That no, we don't do this at harvest, but don't be like them people in church where when the pastor starts doing the invitation, people start getting up and walking out. You just stay right here. Stay right here for me. Stay right here. And you need to become a Christian tonight. Tonight's your night. You're not watching this by accident. You need to become a Christian tonight's your night. Secondly, if you need to recommit yourself, I ain't saying that. If you need to recommit yourself to the Lord, tonight's your night. If you're far from him. And thirdly, like Mr. Foreman, I have no clue where things stand with God and I. Tonight's your night. On three, I need you to do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. I need you to do that on three. One, two, three. Respond right now. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. I need you to respond right now. We're, we're almost done. Give me 60 more seconds. If that's you, I need for you to respond right now. God came to get you tonight on prayer. He came to get you on Instagram, to get you on Periscope, to get you on Facebook, to get you on YouTube, to get you on all these different platforms. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Just do the hand with the emoji or say it's me. Come on. I will wait on you. No judgment, no condemnation. I see you to be sure. I got you. I see you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Come on. Come on. I got none but love for you. This is a safe place for you. You're like, God, I don't know. I'm nervous to respond. Respond. Ain't nobody going to judge you. Not one person is going to judge you. Not one person is going to look down on you. It's between you and God. Bishop, why do I have to do it publicly? The Bible says if we deny him publicly, he'll deny us. So make it public. Go public. Go public. Go public. And become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Just say, it's me, or do the hand with emoji. I saw somebody said, be sure. Come on, respond. I see you. I see you. Last night, uh, we got our count from our digital ambassador. I think we had two, two last nights. So I think we are like 519 or something like that. 519 people have given their lives to the Lord. All right, listen, everybody, everybody, pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Say, because of this belief and because of this confession, 
If this is my first time praying this, you are my Lord. I see you to be sure. You are my no judgment. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. Tonight, I am sure that things, that things, that things, I see you. My God, look at all these. Look at all this. I'm seeing all these comments. Guys, so many people are coming to the Lord tonight. I know I was in the middle of praying, but 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 can we just take a praise break and give God praise? So many people are coming to the Lord tonight. Come on, on prayer. Can we just take a praise break? Thank you, Jesus. I need you not to get off because I need to lead you in the prayer. And I was in the middle of the prayer and I keep seeing comments come in with people responding, saying it's me. People responding, giving their lives to the Lord. Come on. Glory to God. Glory to God. All right. Come on. Let's pray. Say thank you, Jesus. Everybody say it with me. For dying in my place because of this belief and because of this confession. If this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Great days, come on, pray with me, are here for me. In Jesus' name, amen. Here's what I need you to do. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, I need for you to take out your phone and text the word uh, decision to 55498. That's what I need you to do. Text the word decision to 55498. Can I have y'all type that on the screen? All right. When you do that, we're going to shoot your text right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. Let me say this. Two last things. Um, I know I mentioned I was going to call many of y'all individually and do that. I did a little prophesying. Again, we got Friday night to do that. Even tomorrow night, I'll have the chat open so I can see that for those of you that are digital. And then obviously those that are in the building in Denver. Church is tomorrow night at seven o'clock mountain, nine o'clock Eastern. It's going to be amazing. The word, I'm going to tell you the word. Uh-oh, oops. The name of the word is, this is how you do it, not how we do it. This is how you do it. It's going to be really good. So make sure you watch that tomorrow night. Lastly, let me say, if you want to sow into prayer, bless what blesses you. I can see um, that some of you have already been sowing. You've been using the Bishop Foreman Cash App. So we're blessed to be a blessing. I'm a giver. I'm a sower. Today was the 15th. I was so excited to give my tithes and to sow today. I'm just going to be honest with you. I get excited about that. Like, I can't wait. I'm like a kid. Like, oh, my God. Thank you, God. Uh, when you're a cheerful giver, you're going to watch God bless you. So if you want to sow tonight, be a, be a blessing. Bless what blesses you. You can do that. Use the cash app Harvest Church Give or Bishop Foreman with the number one. You can do that. Or if you want to use um, our mobile app or any of our digital methods, you can go to harvestchurch.church. Can I get a few of you to type this on every platform? Harvestchurch.church forward slash give. You can use PayPal, Venmo, and Zelle too. And all of that is hello at harvestchurch.church. Best thing to do if you don't have Cash App or Venmo or Zelle is to just go to harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Uh, somebody said fertile ground. You are so right. Your praise reports from last night blew my mind. Um, what God is doing in the lives of people that are connected to Harvest, it's amazing. There's a grace on Harvest to be debt-free. There's a grace on Harvest for financial provision. It's just a grace and we've sown for it. All right, Christmas Eve, we're going to give away thousands of toys. Um, and the Lord even told me today, we're going to bring in a pastor. Don't miss church on Sunday. We're going to bring in a give la fly. We don't have give la fly. Give, 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 uh, give la fly. We don't have that. But we do have a text to give feature that's really easy to use. Um, so you can use that. All right. Or the cash app. Uh, and our text to give and our app is really easy to use. Our website is really easy to use. A couple of buttons and you can get it done. Um, so you can do that. So guys, the Lord told me today, listen. The Lord told me today, y'all actually know this before. Well, actually, one other person knows this. Um, the Lord told me today, I was talking to one of my pastors in our Harvest Leadership Network who's in the city. And he was telling me about something. And the Lord told me when we were on the phone, the Lord said, I want you 
to, um, out of what Harvest gives away to kids, I want you all to give to this man and his congregation and their church. So you all know we're going to cross the 20,000 gifts um, that we've given away. Can we celebrate God for that? We're going to cross that. And then on Sunday, uh, or soon, I'll just say soon, I'm not saying that. Soon, we're going to bring that pastor and we're going to give it to him to take him to his congregation, right? People we've never met, we're going to bless their kids, all right? We're blessed to be a blessing, all right? I love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night. Um, thank you for keeping me in your prayers. Uh, I appreciate you. Thank you for keeping Harvest in your prayers. I appreciate you for that. Man, I, I literally cannot sit down. If you came in late, go back, watch the beginning of prayer. We went long tonight. It's 812. We ain't gone this long in a long time. Don't lie. I've been good at that hour, but pray you guys have an amazing night. Again, church tomorrow night, 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern, and then um, Friday night prayer, Saturday night prayer. So we're going we're gonna to end the year strong. That's what we're doing. So love you guys. Go so. Bless what blesses you. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow night. Shalom, everybody. Boom. Shalom, y'all. Shalom, everybody. Boom. Shalom. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologists recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd. Only at BJ's.